Okay, no doubt about it, the last few years have been overwhelming to say the least, from floods and fires to a global pandemic and now the rising cost of living. It's no wonder many Australians are feeling down and out. Key findings from the ABS show that one in five people across all age groups experience a mental health condition with anxiety and depression topping the list and females are more likely to suffer than men. So what are some simple measures to help you understand your emotions? Uh, we welcome the resident happiness expert for Oaks Hotels, Tim Sharp, aka Dr Happy. Dr Sometimes Happy, I think is what you refer to yourself as. Let's talk about worry, stress and anxiety. How are they different? We tend to think they're the same thing, are they? Uh, look, yes and no. They're, they're often used interchangeably. Um, they're often misused. Uh, technically, they're slightly different things, but the reality is we can use them to mean whatever we want in a way. I suppose if I had to separate them, I'd say worry is more a cognitive uh, thinking phenomenon. It's those thoughts that go through our mind, those ruminating, racing thoughts, whereas anxiety and stress are probably more emotional and partly physical phenomenon. But again, they overlap quite a lot. All right, let's get some important tips. What are your tips for managing stress and anxiety, for instance? Well, look, there's the classic um, ones like relaxation and meditation. Uh, exercise is a fantastic stress buster and mood enhancer. Um, there are things like changing the way we think about things. So, as I said, if we've got those worrying thoughts, we can learn to be more mindful of them, uh, test them out and, and challenge them or question them and then change them. And then there are things like reaching out and asking for help. But look, as I said, um, I've just started working with Oaks Hotel and Resorts, and one of the things we've found from some research we're doing is that taking a break is important. We've found that if you know you've got a holiday coming up, you're 80 to 70, 70 or 80% less likely to be stressed and more likely to be happy, which probably won't surprise many people. Mm -hmm. what, what, when you say control unhelpful, thoughts. How do we do that? Well, the first thing is to be mindful. Now, a lot of people have heard that phrase or that word mindfulness, and they think that it means meditation or relaxation, and it does and it doesn't. Technically, mindfulness is about being aware. It's a psychological awareness. So the first thing we need to do is be aware of those thoughts. Most of us aren't. They race through our minds so quickly we don't even pay any attention to them. But if we can learn to be mindful, to pay attention, and then treat them as not facts, thoughts are not facts. So if we can then learn to question them, the way, we, the way we might question someone else, so you know, if you said something and I didn't agree with it, I might question it, I might ask, you know, what's the evidence for that? We can learn to do the same thing to ourselves, for ourselves, and that can be very, very powerful. How do we know when, is the t when to seek professional help? When is that moment? Oh, it's a really good question because I, I guess one of the things about anxiety is it's a normal human emotion. You know, we often think it's bad, um, but it's not necessarily. Stress and anxiety are normal parts of being human. We need them. I mean, imagine, imagine if one of your kids didn't have any fear or anxiety. It'd be terrifying. Mm. <laughs> you know, it stops us doing dangerous stuff. But there is a point at which normal fear and anxiety becomes abnormal or unhealthy, I suppose. And I guess the answer to the question is if it's really impacting on your daily functioning. So if it's stopping you getting to school, getting to work, um, going out with friends, if it's really impacting on the things that you want to do, stopping you doing the things you want to do, yeah. then it's good to read. And I'd also say reach out for help sooner rather than later. Another good rule of thumb, someone once told me that, is it, is, would it be normal to be feeling this way about whatever the situation is? So I've just lost my job and I am so stressed. Is that a normal reaction? Well, it kind of is, isn't it? Losing your job, we can expect to be stressed about it or anxious about it. Is that a good rule of thumb to think, you know, if, if this is a normal reaction to what's happening? Yeah, look, as, as I said, these are normal human emotions. Yeah. I guess the question is what's normal? Um, you know, what's normal for you might not be normal for me. But the other thing, I guess, is uh, how long does normal last? So if it's persisting beyond what might be considered a normal response, then that might be a red flag. Okay. Uh, how do we go about finding our own version of happy? 
Uh, well, the first thing again is to really think about what it means. Uh, not enough people even think about it, which surprises me after so many years of doing what I do. I speak at a lot of conferences and I'll often ask people, you know, how many of you would like to be happy? 99.9% of the people put up their hands. I then ask how many of you actually have a happiness definition or happiness plan? Yeah maybe 5%, 10%. And yet we have plans in other areas of our life. You know, we plan, we have financial plans, we often have fitness plans or mm. dietary plans, whatever. Not enough people give enough thought mm. to what's arguably the most important thing. So think about it and give it some My effort. happy plan was very connected to that $160 million oh Powerball draw. <laughs> I was just about to say this. <laughs> plans Thank have you. to be realistic. <laughs> no, that is realistic. Oh, good to see you, Tim. Thank you, Tim.